Welcome to the Home Service Small Business Spotlight. I am your host, Arthur Yan, co-founder and CEO of Nest Protection Plan. We partner with restorers, contractors, real estate professionals, and other entrepreneurs to increase their revenue, grow their business valuation, and help them build a platform of services for homeowners across the country. We think every American family and property owner deserves peace of mind for their health, indoor living, and longevity, all for less than a dollar a day. Also, I love forming relationships. Add me on Facebook or LinkedIn today and let's connect. Oh, and stick around to the end of this episode. We'll reveal how you or someone you know can be our next guest in 15 to 20 minutes. Here we go. Hey, what is going on, everybody? Hope everybody's having a great week. Welcome to episode number 29 of the Home Service Small Business Spotlight. We are very, very excited. Uh, I'm having just a fantastic Monday. Uh, know that this comes out on Wednesday, so it might be Wednesday, whatever day it is for you. We hope it's just phenomenal for you. And we are just thrilled to have the guests we have today. Uh, we're going to go ahead and jump in and start talking with him and introduce him. He is the CEO and founder of Nuclear Networking. He is also a co-founder of DRG, which is DRG Invest. They uh, invest and work in private equity. He's located in Denver, Colorado. He is Tyler Horsley. Tyler, how are you doing today, man? Doing well. Thank you uh, for the kind introduction. And yeah, excited to chat. Well, and I am too, and I'm very, very happy and thankful to have you on the show and to uh, to get a, get to know a lot more about you and what you're doing. Let's uh, let's start with, if you don't mind, like we usually do, we like to know a little bit about our guest background. So, tell us how you got started in nuclear networking and into the private equity area. Sure. Yeah. And just uh, just a brief um, correction. Uh, DRG Invest actually acquired nuclear networking. And so uh, definitely an equity partner here, but I can't take all the credit for founding it at all. <laughs> okay. <It's>, well, <laughs> EO buddies uh, acquired us, but essentially I started in federal law enforcement in the Midwest, uh, worked for DHS, IRS, and military contracting and made the jump, which sounds pretty like a stretch, but made the jump to performance marketing. And essentially, we spent a lot of time working on uh, AI uh, competitor deconstructs, basically using investigative skills, but to find out what your competitors are doing, how they're doing it, kind of what makes it tick online instead of just spending money and guessing and founded, you know, nuclear networking. And so basically grew that over a five to six year period and sold it to DRG and happily here and now and just for background for everybody too where those two worlds meet uh drg actually owns construction company property management uh and capital group and more so there's there's certainly synergies for what we're talking about today um and kind of how that pairs with performance marketing okay and i appreciate appreciate you clarifying that yeah but uh and that's good i mean hey you can't do it all by yourself and it's just <laughs> a humble statement to 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 not take all the credit but uh, <laughs> Tyler, so let's uh, let's jump in also to let's, I don't know. I guess we should probably start with the nuclear networking side because that's something sure. that uh, you're active in. You know, right now you're you are helping a lot of companies grow uh, and scale the right way. And of course, a lot of our audience is uh, is business owners and, and smaller companies that are looking to to take it to the next level. So if you could. 
Could you touch on a little bit about how nuclear networking can help businesses do that? Sure. Yeah. The before I jump in, you and I were chatting a little bit before the show too. There's a difference between traffic services and full funnel marketing. A lot of people sell traffic. That's SEO, SEM, you know, paid ads, those types of things. A lot of people even in listening in have probably tried some of those things. And so what we do, and we actually take our own medicine um, because again, specific to the property management side, um, I myself, as an example, invest, buy, build, and sell, um, you know, blue chip companies. So roofing companies, siding, windows, et cetera. And so essentially what we've done is we've essentially used nuclear networking and our own private equity group to kind of create these proven funnels. And what a funnel is, is when we chat with a business owner, first and foremost, we realize they're wearing probably 14 different hats. They're probably up to their neck in busyness. The last thing they want to do is learn marketing, but they know that if they pay for something, they want to get a positive ROI. And so the best possible chance for that to happen is essentially running them through a workshop. So what we do with all of our own companies that we fund here as well is we'll, we'll run these individual companies through workshops um, to find out the why. So what that means is if I lined you up, say, for example, there's roofers listening. I'm just making that up. There's probably all sorts of home service companies listening. But for the sake of the example, you know, if I lined you up with five of your other competitors and put you in front of 50,000 people in the city that you serve ready to buy. If I only gave you 10 seconds to tell me why you're better than the other competitors around you, what would you say? And if the first things that come out of our mouth are we're family owned, we've been in business for 30 years and we have a better business score of A, B and C. That's already we've already lost people's attention. And those are good things. They are. They're qualifiers. It's the nice to haves. Right. But it, it doesn't differentiate you from anyone else saying the same thing. And so now they're back to price shopping, which you don't necessarily want your your prospects to do. They want to be buying value. Right. Not just looking for the cheapest deal because we don't want to race to the bottom. <laughs> and that's not good for any business. So essentially, we run them through that workshop. We help them answer those questions. We build objective-driven campaigns. It's not get a free quote or contact us. It's really specific. We call them scroll stoppers. Keeps people from scrolling. And it's like, whoa, who's this company? I need to need to reach out to them, right? Something that they'd feel foolish not doing. That's what we try to create. Then we run traffic to those things. And then we actually automatically on the back end, um, you know, vet those leads for you, gather all their information, help dump them into your CRM, uh, or help even initiate chatbot AI, um, just to save you time. Because um, on the other side, we could drive a lot of leads for companies. And, and if they aren't able to answer their phones or appropriately follow up with leads, that kind of falls flat too. So that's uh try to keep it under two minutes there, but that's, <laughs> that's the story. No, I, I, I keep, I would have had you keep going. Um, I think those are <laughs> really, really uh, fascinating points. And it, it's really something that these, a lot of these guys need to know and think about because uh, there's a common misconception, obviously, like we talked about where you can just pay your way to somehow being at the top of your market just through paid ads or, you know, e even through the SEO that you talked about. But if you're not coming through on the delivery side, or if you're not creating that separation, uh, or the uniqueness. And so 
where do you think that where do you think that misconception is kind of generated from? I mean, I know some people are, are seeing success in, in areas and other people might have the same kind of strategy and they're not seeing this nearly the same level of success. And maybe is that part of it where just the difference is in the delivery or is the difference somewhere else, too? I think. I think a lot of people, uh, they have kind of an adage, if everything's on sale, nothing's on sale. And so basically what that means is if the entire flock of sheep are doing the same thing and everybody's acting the same way, customers will adapt to that. And then they'll just pick secondary shopping qualifiers, which is a fancy term for if everyone's the best roofer in the in the town, it's like, okay, well, that didn't do anything. Now, like I said, who's who's going to be here quicker? Uh, who's more convenient, who's cheaper is typically what people go with if they don't have any other qualifiers. And so I think the misconception is, you know, people go to events, uh, shows, trade shows and more. They, you know, list a podcast and they're, man, I need SEO. I think that's going to fix it for me. And if you're on your third agency and that hasn't worked, this is probably striking a nerve in a good way with you right now, <laughs> because it's like, what am I doing wrong? And so, you know, whether it's your third agency and you're ready to correct that, or you're just getting into a small business, you know, these home services, like this is the way to start. And, and it's very quickly moving in this direction. It's already here, um, but niche shopping is super important. The availability to, you know, with internet, everybody's stuck to their cell phone at all times. We get advertised to 16,000 times a day. When that's the case, you really need to do something different. And so instead of being like the giant in the room, which cost a lot of money, we could actually just be the expert in one specific niche and do really well for that niche and earn our customers trust. So that's, I think that's why there's kind of, you know, those, those misconceptions and um, people are just hearing things they think they need to do. Um, but yeah, this is the way the world's moving is hyper niche sales. Yeah. And I think you're, uh, you're really touching the right chord there with that, because uh, it's just, it's amazing how many people just, there's so much noise, you know, you said the 16,000 advertisements, there's, there's so much noise. And, and you, I think we talked about it before the show too. Everybody seems to be a quote, digital marketing expert. Um, and we all know that there's just, uh, there's, there's got to be a way to thin down that noise as well. What uh, what do you like to do to really show uh, your your clients or just people that you're helping out with businesses and customers that you guys y'all know how to really take that that next step above all the noise you know all the people that are kind of just really watering it down in the marketing world what do y'all like to do to really give them that next uh, boost so everything I'm gonna say is exactly transferable to what I'm recommending to all the listeners. So just kind of keep that in mind and you can use your own answers for, for these pieces, but we provide free value first. So before we ask them to buy something or, or appear as another person digitally door knocking them, telling them to buy or let us do this, that, or the other, what we, what we actually do right out of the gate is we show them if they're willing, we'll just do like a 15 to 20 minute uh, competitor deconstruct. And I show them first, Here's what your competitors are doing, all of it, like what they're spending on paid ads, what they're running, what keywords they're bidding on, 
you know, what keywords they've been dumping money into the most over the last 10 years, which is a pretty good indicator of like, hey, this must be working for them. And then secondly, we walk them through what's called a backlink deconstruct, which is a fancy term for, or, or a story that tells you, why are they showing up first on Google? Like, what did they actually do? Because I've heard I need to blog and I heard I need to hire an SEO company or do keyword optimization. And some people think I need to do link building. So we just show them before you spend a dime, let us show you how this world works. And, and, and then it starts making more sense. And I can actually show you you know, what those sites look like in terms of like how a robot would see you, which sounds weird, but that's really essentially what we are able to do with people. We make them feel, we give them education. It's like, wow, they can come away from those calls feeling comfortable about knowing the concepts about how to kind of shop for these things, whether they use this or not. And that building exercise helps, right? And it's just being transparent. Some people in our industry sell with fear. It's like, here's tons of language you don't understand. And here's, you just need to pay or else. And nobody, that's a terrible way to start a relationship. So we lead with free value. That's how we differentiate ourselves. And, and we let that speak for itself. Awesome. Okay. And I, and, and it really, uh, I think that comes through everything that you're saying. Uh, you're very, very transparent with it. Um, all right. Now let's transition over from marketing. I, I want to talk a little bit about uh, DRG Invest. You, sure. I believe when we were talking before the show, you had mentioned that you that you own, uh, is it over 180 properties? Um, so DRG Invest, just to give everybody, um, I, I'll just use their first names. Uh, it's basically founded by Zach and Jacob, and they have backgrounds in, you know, multifamily investing, uh, Wall Street, you know, and uh, wildly intelligent and great stewards of resources. Um, I was very blessed to meet uh, Zach in EO. Uh, it's an entrepreneurs organization in Colorado. And essentially um, looking at consolidating and, and what does that kind of look like from a DRG acquisition perspective, they were looking to kind of pick up a value add company. And so it feels good to be a part of a tribe. I know that's kind of a weird thing to say, but it's for anybody out there who's a business owner, who's running your business by yourself, that gets lonely. And, you know, you can sprint as hard as you can. You can go home and complain to the spouse. If they're not in business, they're not going to fully appreciate, you know, how much stress and more that you endure. And so being able to work with um, rock star, you know, business partners who trust and believe in me and, and have kind of given me the opportunity to grow this under the DRG umbrella has been a great blessing. So DRG Invest, uh, in, in addition to owning Nuclear, they have a lot of other companies. Uh, under their their profile, but yeah, they're invested in you know thousands and thousands of doors across the United States, multiple states, primarily multifamily apartments. Um, they'll basically go in, uh, maybe buy a C level, bump it up to a B or an A, reno the entire thing, re-rent it out, and then of course they have a property management company that that tends to manage those as well. And so they kind of have the entire ecosystem there from. You know, from capital group and in, in generating the funds and scoping out through an analyst what properties work well for the investors, uh, the construction company, of course, to execute the rehabs and then the management company to keep them going. So that's something that, to be honest, prior to selling to DRG, I, I had I'm a tech nerd. <laughs> it's like I, I did. I grew up in Nebraska, and you know, my dad and I finished off basements so I can drywall and frame and plumb and you know do knock down and anything with the best of them but when it comes to mega rehab of a 110 unit apartment complex like this is stuff i'm 
I've had uh, the privilege of learning over the last two years. That's been pretty exciting. Wow. Well, what's, what's something that has stood out to you about that? There, the larger scale projects. Is there anything unique that you didn't know before when you were doing the smaller jobs on on basements? What yeah. Yeah. So uh, a couple things. So and this may not be true for everything, but if you're going to do a, a four unit, a 20 unit or a hundred unit outside of the money factor, they're almost just as difficult to put them all together and, and do. So it's like if you if you have a great GC and you have a good project manager and and you know that your work is being done well in each of these units, it's kind of you're going to get cost efficiency on a per unit, the bigger the units are, right? If we're using the same quartz, granite, whatever it is, or manufactured countertops, it's like if you're buying 100, you're going to get a lot better cost efficiency than if you're just buying four. And so there's cost efficiency there. There's management efficiency. The biggest takeaway that I've had, and, and I've started diverting a lot of investment into those types of um, businesses is, you know, they're more inflation proof, they're more economy proof. Um, everybody needs a place to live. And if you have, you know, nice housing uh, for, you know, for folks, families and more through apartments, condominiums and more, um, that's never going out of style. So that's something that I felt a lot more secure and excited to invest in with these guys uh, versus just the tech world uh, that seems to be a lot more volatile as we've learned. <laughs> so Yeah. <laughs> the tech world, I, man, I tell you, it seems like it's just, you know, the, the increments and in which changes are occurring and occurring and occurring. Uh, one of my friends who is, uh, well, I guess he's a friend and he works with me on certain projects, but uh, we've discussed Project Magi a good bit, but do you are you familiar with that? And do you feel like you've got a good knowledge of that moving forward? Uh, I don't know if I'm familiar with Project Magi. Supposedly, it is uh, it's an it's something that Google is going towards as a, a possible kind of replacement of the Google interface as we know it. Um, so it's Goodness. pretty interesting. It, it, it's something, uh, you know, maybe we could talk, talk off air about it. I didn't mean to throw you any curveballs. Yeah. Um, no, you're good. I, um, the fact that I don't know about project Magi and I work with Google regularly and we do AI is, is both concerning and exciting. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, there's all, like I said, there's always something, I mean, it could be project something else next. Uh, that's right. You know, huh? Yeah, is that um, does it kind of wrap around uh, basically heavily leveraging on AI, their new AI engine they're building? Is that kind of what you're alluding to? I think so. I think so. Yeah. And it, it's uh, because so the chat GPT was a Bing or Microsoft thing, right? So That's I think right. Google's probably trying to play that ball game now. Uh, but, yeah. you know, and I always like to say, because I've, I've had discussions with other guests, too, about how you know, the, the human interaction side of things is not going anywhere. Yeah. I think there's that, that harmony of AI and the human interaction, because we all want that. And we all, you know, look that for that and trust that. So uh, there's still that piece of it too, with home, home service business owners, uh, or, or any business owners, they want to make sure that you still have that human touch. So Tyler's business can help you get those calls and uh, and you just need to follow through with that delivery side and the human interaction side, right? Um, so yeah, yeah, Tyler, tell everybody where you, they can find you, uh, your website uh, for nuclear networking and any other ways that they can get in touch with you. 
Sure. Yeah. Tyler at nuclearnetworking.com. One of the luxuries of being a founder, I don't have to have all the extensions in the email. So that's easy to remember. And then nuknet.com, nuknet, it's shortened, or nuclearnetworking.com. That works too, if you've got the extra bandwidth to type. Okay. Nuknet is nice and short, nuknet.com. Yep. Um, and lastly, I was just going to ask you a fun little question. So you mentioned you were in federal law enforcement uh, previously. Do you have any good quick stories about your experience in uh, fighting fighting the uh, the criminal side of things on the federal level? Uh, while working in uh, DHS, basically I was able to, as a test run, none of this is SSI or anything that I can't share, but um, we went through triple E explosive courses. And one of my favorites, uh, you know, over beer is I was able to actually blow up a clearing round, which is a fancy term for 60 pounds of C4. <laughs> wow. So, like, to, put that, to put that in perspective, like a little glob the size of a quarter of Play-Doh, you can, you can blow through doors. You know what I mean? 60 pounds. If I have any farmers out there, I'm from Nebraska originally, but it's like the size of a salt block that you'd give a horse. Like it's, it's intense. Or, you know, maybe something like a Tide, a box of Tide soap or something. And so, yeah, essentially, we went down to Fort Morgan, or I'm sorry, Fort Carson. Carson, yes. Uh, and basically, you know, we're, we're looking at what is the damage of explosives as it might relate to aircraft or something like that. So we're blowing up all these little things. And at the end, you have all this trash all over. And so essentially, they set this clearing around in the middle. We go way far away. You yell fire in the hole several times blow it up and it just vaporizes everything it like turns it into atoms essentially wow, man. So, yeah that's uh, probably the coolest thing i've ever done so yeah I, know, I wish i could see like video of that or something i know that you probably had to stay what half a mile away from that or something it's pretty far and I, I actually might have a video it's it's not a fireball like you'd expect right it's mm -hmm. um you can see the shock wave and it's like this this mushroom shock wave and pretty intense so that's awesome i bet that left a crater yeah <laughs> that's cool man i really like that story tyler um and so we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up but uh make sure you check out tyler nuclear networking n-u-k-n-e-t nuknet.com um his website is nuclear networking he's i'm sorry his company is nuclear networking he's also involved with drg invest uh, he's out of Colorado, and he's just been a great guest today. He's Tyler Horsley. Tyler, man, I really appreciate you being on the show. Thanks for having me. Enjoyed it. <laughs> well, thanks for being on, and I enjoyed it as well. I'm, I'm sure the audience has enjoyed this too. And so we're going to check everybody next time on the next episode. This has been the Home Service Small Business Spotlight, and we will see you soon. Y'all have a great week. Arthur Yon here. Thank you so much for listening to the Home Service Small Business Spotlight. If you are a successful restorer, contractor, or home service provider who would like to be on this program, please visit jointhenestteam.com slash go. If you got something out of this interview, would you also share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the social. If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag HSSP Spotlight. 
I love seeing your posts, love seeing your guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes of content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, and your reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our website, jointhenestteam.com slash go, or follow me on LinkedIn and Facebook. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time. Thank you.